Slack and Slash Productions presents From the frigid wastes of Canada to the gothic gloom of Barovia, it's Strahdcast. A live play Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring David Faulkner, Jason Galinsky, and Laird Hiscock. With production management by Gail Bird. And I, Scott Sharplin, will be your Dungeon Master as we play through Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition campaign, The Curse of Strahd. How to bring you up to speed. If this is your first time listening to Strahdcast and you've come here expecting stories about vampires... Ghosts and ghoulies, well, uh, things have taken a bit of a turn since then. Our heroes are trying their best to confront Strahd. In fact, they have a deadline to get back to the Dark Lord's castle, but they are attempting a, something of a supernatural shortcut by traveling through a parallel dimension called the Gloaming. Their ally, Saffron, believed that she had some control over this place. Uh, now it's turning out that may not be the case, which prompts the question, how the hell are they going to get back to Barovia? Okay, so last time we just stepped through a door. I'm guessing there's no door here. There is no door. Right. No, the uh, the floor meets the wall in a, a, a curvaceous way. Uh, yeah, not sexy-like, just kind of... <clears throat> smoothed out um, but like I said the the surfaces here are, are very almost spongy not solid per se it's like you're walking on in the inside of an organ well I have my one spell um, <laughs> from that from level six that I studied that I've never used um, so I'm gonna try it I'm gonna cast true seeing uh, That's the only spell that I've uh, I studied for level 6. It's only I have. Oh, damn. True seeing. See if I can see a portal door and then hidden from view. It doesn't... It's very vague in this edition. It says... Yeah. Uh, I'm looking uh, at it. I can see things as they actually are. That's all it says. Oh. <laughs> uh, for the duration, the creature has true sight. And mm. That's like... As if that's like trademark. Like yeah. True sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but I don't know what true sight is. It says, the creature has true sight, comma, notices secret doors hidden by magic, comma, and can see into the ethereal plane. As if those are three equally cool things. Yeah, I don't know what seeing into the ethereal plane would ever do for anybody. Hey, look, it's the same thing, only like a little grayer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hooray! Um, well, since it is a 6th level spell, I am going to respect uh, the value of that spell slot and assume oh. that it's uh, something pretty potent. Um, Used to be potent. Exactly. And you recapture a fragment of that potency as you cast the spell. It is uh, a little overwhelming at first uh, to be able to see beyond the walls of this chamber and out into a shifting network of tunnels and passages and doors and chambers that seem to go off in all directions. Um, 
an enormous Escheresque maze uh, folding in on itself, uh, twisting about um, passages that merge and branch off. And there is indeed a, a passage um, where you're standing. Uh, it seems to plunge downward, but you're not even convinced that downward means anything anymore. Um, at the moment, you don't see anything that looks like it leads away from the gloaming. Everything has the same... Um, effect. The same kind of woven-together material. And, and it's like... Well, let's let's borrow from science fiction, I guess. If you were true seeing in a sci-fi game and you could, you know, zoom into the molecular level, um, you can do that. With the gloaming, it's made of catgut. It's strung together out of very tiny fibers of organic matter. You know instinctively that this is not like your home. So it doesn't answer your pressing question, which is, what's the right way to go? Uh, but you can keep concentrating with it, yes? Yes, uh, yeah. it lasts up to one hour. One hour, yeah. Um, oh, I don't think it's concentration. It's not even concentration. No, okay. For an hour, yeah. Great, 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 great. Oh, and you could have cast it on Saffron. You saw. Uh, you, she just, seems pretty useless right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no well, well, she's no. It's uh, that that's would have helped her out a lot. <laughs> absolutely the right choice. Uh, but now that she is, now she comes to realize what you've done. She uh, is reanimated, uh, refreshed, and now clutching at your cassock, saying, "What? What is it? What do you see? What do you see?" Um, I see everything. Yeah, I am the gloaming. You, you, no, it's my powers. No, yes, yes, together, together. That's it. We have to, we have to rule together. Share your power with me. As soon as I have a long rest, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> she, she says these other two don't matter. Forget about them. Oh, I know. I let's, agree, hundred percent. Let's, let's rest here. She says you can make anything. Make a, make a bed. Make, make a beautiful bridal bed for us here. Oh, I can't. Pointing make... at the pile of corpses and mulch. Yeah, I, I can't make shit. Uh, I can see shit. That's what I got. Yeah, it's not as powerful as we think. Oh, well, it's a start. Yes. Uh, we also do not have the time to rest right now, I'm afraid, my love. We have to get out of here. Um, time is passing in the real world, and I don't know how fast oh, or no. slow. It shouldn't pass that fast. I, I sacrificed that squirrel. It's 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 fine. We have all the time in the world. I, oh my god, I, why didn't I, I notice that she sacrificed a squirrel and it caused this? I think. How did I not realize she's nuts? I think it does. Why it, didn't well, you we stop knew, me? We <laughs> did know she was nuts. <laughs> we did. We just hoped she was also right. <laughs> I let her sacrifice a squirrel and you guys didn't stop me? You could have brought it back to life. I know. <laughs> I assume the sacrifice wouldn't stick if I did that. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. We, no takesy-backsies. Yeah, we need to get out of here. So, can I see a doorway? Or is are we still just in this room? With Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're in this room. You can see basically through the walls that there are passages that branch out in various directions. Right. Getting through the walls is might be a trivial matter. Can I cut the wall open? It's made from tissue. I've got I've got battle axes. I could. Yeah, I was going to say, are you going to cut the walls? Cut the wall open with yeah. your shield or with your flanged mace? I want to see you try. Yeah. I mean, do I have a fucking hunting knife? I don't know. Do you? 
<laughs> All right, I'm, I'm I'm using my battle axe. Do you have a crossbow, Laird? <laughs> Tie up the bow. I All right. Remember, I replaced it <laughs> in the last hand. <laughs> Andre begins to hack at the. Our, we're all sort of standing at the place where the floor joins one of these walls. Are you hacking at the wall or at the floor? I am. I am asking Ralston uh-huh. uh-huh. to point in a direction, and I got to chop in that direction. Do I have any sense of directionality from the center, or is it way for now, too big for, for that? now? You've now you've done as much as you can. I think. Okay. I choose to follow his nose, and I point at the direction. Like uh-huh. I go to where he smells the thing. Uh-huh. Find out what thread leads from there, and right. it's, whether it's down or left or whatever, okay. I, go, I go chop there. Okay, so you are pointing at the floor. Chop there. And I do that. Great. Okay. Uh, are you still uh, screaming and crying, or have you stopped raging? You stopped. I have stopped raging. Right, okay. Just a little sniffle every once in a while. A sob. Uh, you, uh, you strike at the spongy floor, and at first it seems pretty unyielding, but after two or three strikes... It seems to give up the ghost, and uh, it starts to split open uh, like a wound. After uh, ten slices, you've created uh, a hole that's large enough to see through, and you peer down a bottomless pit uh, lined with stone. Looks like I will... looks like a, a stone tower has been turned inside out, and you are uh, looking down it. I will sniff down the okay. aperture. Okay. Uh, so that bird smell is definitely coming from somewhere down there. Um, there are vines. They don't look like evil corpse flower vines. Uh, they look like old... Uh, dried out vines and they're hanging up from somewhere down oh. below we're going to come up through the ground I guess there was a there was a place where we fell down and then up where was that hmm okay probably oh, uh, you mean the um, that place in uh, Strahd's tower where they had an elevator Yes. Um, magical elevator. Ah, uh, yes. I might be paranoid about ending up in Strahd's Tower again, but, you know. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, uh, so my intentionality, then, is to walk into this hole and then be flat on the ground when I get there. So I'm trying to figure out which way is up. Uh, so what I do is I take a... Uh, I reach down, I grab a piece of plant matter, matter and I drop mm-hmm. it in. It's, uh, it falls back out into your hand. All right, so that's the bottom. All right, so... I'm going to climb into the hole mm-hmm. that's down mm-hmm. with the intention that I'll be standing upside down mm-hmm. from where I am now, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, made sense, guys. <laughs> uh, We're proud of you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you do this. It's a little bit like um, uh, a birth in reverse. Uh, you're crawling it's through. Not, come on. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe helps to get some of this uh, plant shit off of you. Uh, so now you're standing, it feels like you're at the bottom of a, a, a well. Um, and there are uh, sheer walls on all, all sides. Uh, you think you can see some irregularities in the stones uh, up a ways, but it's pretty dark. Uh, you're only getting a, well, I guess you get your shield with you. You can see up about 30 feet. 
Um, so it looks like the only easy way to go up now that your gravity has been reversed uh, is these vines that are mm -hmm. hanging down. There's lots of them. All right, guys. Uh, I think we have to try to climb out of here. Um, I'm not sure it's going to be very easy, but this might be our only way out of this. I, I, I put my head down into the gloaming. I go, shithole! <laughs> I'm going to jump through and fly up. Yes, I thought you would. Uh, are you still in wolf form? Yes. The The hole is not big enough for you to get through comfortably as a giant wolf. Make him in his head. Make him in his head. Well. I'm going to try to force my way through. You can You can do some digging. All right, so you're going to take a... Take a minute to to scratch through. Andre, what were you going to say? Uh, I'm really good at climbing, and if someone's got a rope, I can uh, yeah. fix it at the top. Right. <laughs> Saffron sort of snorts with derision when she hears your comments. Yes, he's really good at climbing. <clears throat> well, I'm not, so why don't you come up here? Maybe you can help me, too. Come on, E. You could ride the flying wolf. Last time I did that, I ended up in the hospital. <laughs> Sounds like a drug trip. You it. want to leave because you think I lied to you. No, I don't think you lied to me. I don't think you would ever lie to me. I think, and I look her right in the face and I say, I think... Strad's diary has caused you to lose your mind. It was doing it to me before I stopped reading it. I know it's uncomfortable to hear. And you've made a lot of progress. But if it's all in my head, then maybe... Maybe you didn't really destroy her at all. Maybe... Maybe that freedom I felt is a lie as well. Baba Lasaga is dead. Whether or not you are free, only time will tell. But she is dead, I assure you. That ladle I gave you, we pried from her corpse. It doesn't make sense. Why would any of this still be here if it's not under someone's control? Perhaps she can resurrect in her own domain. I don't know. I'm not... I'm not versed enough in the plains to know that. Hmm. Like a lich's phylactery, she says. Oh, God, what? Don't say shit like that! I... Sorry, I don't know where that came from. I think it was something... No such thing as liches, you weirdo. <laughs> she, she, she trails off trying to remember or process what she said. Um, meanwhile, Dragomir has uh, clawed his way into the pit. There isn't much left on the bottom of the pit now. You, you sort of had to press I'm yourself up against the wall <laughs> as he's been tearing the floor away from you. Uh, so, uh, uh, Dragomir, you, are you going to do what you said and, and fly up? I'm going to see if uh, anyone has a rope that I can carry up one end of. Right. I didn't have a hunting knife, so I don't think I have a rope. Mm. Um, but I'm Fair sure... Enough, Andre? I'm sure Andre has rope. Uh, nope. He's a very prepared nope. guy. No. Okay, never mind. I'm just going to fly up. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, well, no. Sniffing all the way. Okay. We can all climb. There's mm -hmm. vines. I'll mm -hmm. be fine. 
uh, Saffron is bedecked with chains and ropes. She's that's her job. Mm. Uh, so if you, I'm not asking though, you're not asking her. Okay, then you fly away. Nope. Okay. That's good. That, that sounds way too personal. Okay. Uh, oh, I just. I'll I, take a rope from Saffron if you're going <laughs> to give one to me. I just realized that this uh, heart-to-heart you were having with Saffron was happening while you were on two different planes of gravity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she had yeah I, I'm actually like bending down, reaching my hand down to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> while she's reaching her hand up to me, but we're both on the floor somehow. It's, yeah, it's kind of romantic in a in a Chris yeah. Nolan kind of way. Um, okay, uh, yeah, she will she will step through. Uh, and she, uh, unwraps a chain, uh, and can hand the end to you if you ask for it, Andre. I will. Um, yeah, she's not going to volunteer any, any suggestions. She's perplexed. Um, so it's, uh, Super Wolf, uh, up and up and away. You fly away from your light I'm... source. So hmm. that's... Fairly quickly, you are operating just by smell. Okay. And you failed to anticipate uh, how thick these vines are in the air. It's not a very wide shaft. It's maybe 15 feet diameter. Uh, So you take up a lot of its bulk. And uh, as you fly further up, you get more and more entangled in the vines. So I will get you to make a saving throw. Dexterity seems like the one. Is it because it is difficult terrain? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's one word for it. Okay, that's the, my <laughs> natural explorer difficult yeah. terrain doesn't slow your group's travel. You can't become lost except by magical. So I don't know whether or not that fits the situation. Uh-huh. Or not? Uh, no, I'm still going to make you... Yeah, it's not about getting lost. Okay. It's about getting entangled. So yeah, make a make a deck save. T- uh, 14 plus 3, 15. Ah, 14 plus 3 is 15. Interesting. So about, um, I don't know, you fly up, fly up or down, whichever, about uh, 120 feet. And uh, you get pretty wrapped up in all of this plant matter. Um slows you down, but that actually helps you a little bit, because something again catches your your nose, and you can't really see much around here, so you don't really know what you're smelling. There's the the, the strong smell of vegetation and, and a bit of rot, uh, and then underneath there somewhere, there's that hint of a bird. Some feathery smells. Okay. Yeah. And I see why you said interesting, but I'll go with, I'll go with our resolve of the role anyways um i will so am i unable to continue forward um or am i just distracted by noticing this i'd say that you have been stopped but you could probably wriggle slash chew your way out and keep going if you wanted to no i'm gonna try to do some more perception sniffings and okay Bark, yell down, <laughs> that I'm smelling something okay. up this high. Okay. Uh, while that is going on, uh, what are you doing, Andre? Uh, I am taking uh, the rope with me. Yeah. And I'm going to climb up. All right. 
and I get uh, yeah yeah I can do I can climb difficult surfaces without an ability check of course yes and I can I can do it at my walking speed right so you are scaling up uh, Gary Oldman style just like Dragomir you pretty quickly wander away from your light source and so you are uh, about 40 feet up and can't see much at all. It does feel like your it does feel like there are shapes uh, in in the stonework so that it's not all completely uniform, not like carved bas reliefs or anything, but maybe like windows that have been filled in or something uh, curved areas. So you're 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 sort of feeling your way through this blindly. Um, and then you also feel some very slimy patches, uh, of stone as well. Does my, uh, uh, mole give off any kind of glow? Probably not so, while it's sheathed. Uh, it so I'm just wondering if I could, uh, use it uh-huh. to peer closely at the wall. Like if I brought it right up to the wall, right. could I use that to try to make out at least what the shapes are? All right. Well, since it is a flaming mall, I I suppose that it's got to have something. I probably described it as a a blue flame at some point, uh, because blue flames are cooler. Um, But it means you have to bring it out. So you're sort of hanging awkwardly by your hand and tail and trying to use an oversized flashlight. Um, Awkward. Yes. I don't have a tail. Uh, no. While I'm not raging. Right. You just you're just a really good climber. I'm just a really good climber. All right. We'll make a wisdom save. You too, Dragomir. A wisdom save, <laughs> dear. That sounds like an inauspicious <laughs> <laughs> save. It's a, it's a plus to three window covering of anti-climb. Uh, five. Yeah. Why do you even ask me? To roll, we—it's me. We <laughs> it's know you, and we love you. Okay, all right. Seven. What'd you get? Seven. S- yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, the light is exactly what you needed to see that. In addition to what essentially look like portholes, um, spaced unevenly along the walls, stone circles. Uh, with a single stone planted in the center. In addition to those, uh, there are large patches of the walls that are covered in mold, and the slimy, slightly glistening mold, now that you've brought a light source to it, uh, it's uh, looking at you as well, and its eyes, many of them, um, form interesting, hypnotic, bewildering patterns that... um, make you forget that you're a human being or anything at all. So, I've got Saffron and Ralston at the base of this well. I've got Andre up, I think I said 40 feet and another 60 feet above him, we've got 
Dragonair kind of entangled. I presume I've not seen any talk to this. Sorry, you've not seen any uh, any top, any opening at the top, since you never no. mentioned any other light above me. That's right. No, it's uh, okay. it just seems to go straight on up into eternal darkness. Uh, but now you've got this other problem, uh, a uh, kind of uh, demonic uh, psychic mold has taken control of your brains, and so you <laughs> probably want to deal with that first. Um, here's how the two of you deal with it. Uh... Dragomir is going to deal with it by lashing out violently. And so is Andre. So I think what happens is the uh, patterns in the walls, glistening, gleaming eye shapes, uh, implant very firmly in both of your minds the urge the necessity to kill to destroy and it's getting to me through my nose <laughs> um yeah yeah uh, okay. i i said okay. it kind of i said it kind of took hold when Andre brought the light source out, but I like the yeah. idea that you can smell its eyes as well. That sounds great. <laughs> um, I'm glad I'm helping. Yeah, let's let's roll for initiative uh, to keep this clear, <laughs> as clear as any of it's going to be. I could really use a long rest, guys. <laughs> you, you're the one who keeps saying that time is of the essence. Mm-hmm. So strand that keeps saying the make up your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blame it all on the DM. What'd you get, Andre? Thirteen. Thirteen. Dragmere? Natural one. Ooh. So four. Ralston? I also rolled a natural one. Ooh. So six. Ooh. I don't know why I'm making that sound. Uh it's not a good one. Um Everyone's trying to hold their round. Hold their turn. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to go Saffron, who does nothing. Andre. Ralston, who will do nothing this round. I assume nothing. Everything is fine. Dragomir. So sense. Saffron, Andre. Got it. So, Andre, uh, you need to kill something. You can either go back down and kill Ralston, the, pri the, the priest and the witch, or you can go up and kill the wolf. Don't think about it too long. Wolf killing sounds, uh, very much my style. Great. In character, yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're climbing up at your normal speed, your walking speed, which is 40. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So you scramble up this wall. A double move would take you 80 feet up, which is close enough to get to uh, uh, Dragomir. 
and um, probably technically don't get to attack this round. Um, so, Dragomir, you are also compelled to kill. Uh, how how much is it trying to? Uh, how much control do I have over how? Like, like is is this a mindless rage? I want to just chew it apart, or is this a I just want to kill it so I can knock it off the wall and let it fall? Uh, I think you're overthinking it. Uh, so it's a mindless rage. Okay. Yes. Uh, so then, uh, yeah, a couple of Wolfia attacks. All right. Uh, first one is a 20. The second one is a 24. What is your armor class, good Andre, sir? Uh, it is 14. All right. So you just got bit twice. So note that that is two attacks. So they there is the save... Oh yeah! Uh, against being knocked down. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. How much damage have I taken? Uh, I haven't done the damage yet. Let me do the damage. Okay. Uh, what is one d twelve plus strength? D twelve. Well, he's rolling that for a while. David, can you make a strength saving throw, please? Not so much. Even with my modifier, I rolled a six. Yay! Okay, we'll get to that in a sec. Damage? So 19, 19 points of damage. Wow. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you are, you are completely clamped. You are jaws of life uh, smacked down by uh, the wolf's jaws and... Uh, and then you can do that wolfy thing. You've got enough. Oh, you can fucking fly, so you don't even need purchase or anything. You just twist around in the darkness, uh, a flurry of fur and blood and vines, and then hurl the barbarian against the wall hard enough that he does not know which way is up. And after taking that damage, Andre, you fall. And you are... A hundred feet up. So... Hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he falls down back into the gloaming, would he go... Mm. Would he lose his momentum when he start, when he flips back around to go back to the floor and just land softly? Turning <laughs> like into land spell jammer physics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you're going to answer there. Um, yeah. hit, the, hit the roof softly. Yeah. So... I think what's going to happen is that you and Saffron, you're probably still trying to, you know, calm her down, uh, and you notice an object is falling towards you very fast. And I, have, I have true seeing still. I probably see very uh-huh. clearly that it's Dickhead McGee. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you can uh, clearly see Dickhead McGee is hurtling towards uh, you from above. I will say to Saffron, Saffron, um... Andre is plummeting, and he's going to die unless we stop him dying. I am completely out of tricks. Can you talk faster? Is there anything that maybe you 
There's no you way you're getting all of this out in the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is one of those moments where you need a, a comic book uh, image in your mind yeah. because Ralston could certainly be looking up and have an enormous wall uh, texture. Yes, a, a speech bubble beside you. Uh, when in fact, in the cinema, you have to be able to glance upward, look at Saffron with alarm, and uh, then have her read your mind. And she's already done her Misty Escape, and she's already done <laughs> her, do that again. her freedom of movement. Yeah, it's just one prolonged rest. Uh, she <laughs> She's the one who can see in the dark. Uh, I love this game. Um... Not much. She's got mage hands, but you weigh more than five pounds. Um, Help me catch him. Yeah. And yeah. I put out my let's, arms. She can link my let's, arms. Let's yeah. do it old school, yeah. and you guys can. God uh, damn it. I'm going to have this fucking <laughs> scorpion-tailed asshole rip my both of my arms off is what's going to happen. Uh, and then he's going to try to kill me because he's... Because he's possessed. That's right. That's the gratitude you get for saving his life. Andre, can you please make a athletics check? Uh, and since they're helping, you can make it with advantage. Uh, we're going to try and make a nice soft landing here. Shave some of those D6s off. I get to add a proficiency bonus to this one, don't I? Sure you do. Yeah. Can you make your tail well, prehensile? Thank, he thank goodness. Right now. I know. Um, so... Where's the tail, oh, that's idiot? Where's the parachute? I, I got to make, I have advantage, you were saying. Yes. Good. That's a combined 20, then. Combined 20? Okay. Yes, 20 is your result. That's nice. Mm -hmm. All right, then uh, I will roll, instead of 10d6 falling damage, I'll roll 5d6 falling damage. <laughs> uh, well, they're just d6s. Uh, it's not going to hurt that much. Yeah, 14 points. Okay. We did it. We saved his life. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Saffron uh, helps Andre to get to his feet. Uh, Andre, you can roll this time. Roll a d10 to help me figure out what impulse this demonic mind presence is going to try and exert on you now. Well, it tries to exert mind presence number two. Number two. Ah. All right. Uh, so yes, the uh, the voice says, be still now. So you are nice and chill. Like rigidly frozen or just no. hanging out? Yeah, you're still breathing, but yeah, just hanging out. Um, but Ralston, you can make an insight check. Actually, I'll let Saffron make one too. She's good at that. I'm excellent at insight checks. Oh, no, she rolled bad. 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you get Andre upright. Uh, he does kind of go a little bit limp in a strange way. And between that and the fact that he's got huge wolf bite marks all over his torso, uh, you think something went a little pear-shaped up there. <laughs> yeah, oh shit. Uh, he may not, in fact, be in control of himself. Um, so you can do something if you want. 
a cantrip, maybe? <laughs> yeah, cast light. <laughs> over and over again until we're all fucking blind. All right. I'll give you a second to think about that. <laughs> all right, thanks, buddy. Let's, let's cut back up. Dragomir, uh, you are trying to reassert some semblance of control when the fungus on the wall, the mold, <laughs> um, extrudes pseudopods that slide out around your body and try to envelop you. I try to kill it, because that's what I'm doing. Uh, yes, in a moment you may well do that, uh, but I'm going to make okay. its attack rolls first. Uh, does an 18 hit you? No. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, so these tentacles kind of lash out, but they're either a little bit hesitant, t tentative, they're a little bit tentative. There are some tentative tendrils. They... <laughs> a lot of tendrils today, did you notice? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was, I was going to make a comment as I was writing it out. Uh-huh, tentacles. Uh, anyway, they don't hurt you. Um, and you can... Actually, you can make another wisdom save now because ah. this creature has attacked you. It, that gives okay. you a, a moment to think, hey, maybe I shouldn't be doing what it tells me. Five. Five again? Is that what I was? Yeah, yeah. Shit. All right, well. Do I, uh, sh should I roll a d10? Is that the way this is going now? No. <laughs> what? On your... Yes, yes. Roll a d10, please. Okay. Okay. Uh, I roll on mental selection number five. Okay. So, just like... Uh, just like... Andre, you are told to be still. And you kind of sag into your little nest amid these vines that are hanging you, hanging up. My armor class is probably not a 19 while I'm doing that. Okay. We'll see. Let's cut back down. Uh, Ralston? Anything? We gotta get to the top of this situation. Can I? How far can I see? 120 feet. I guess I'm guessing that this tower is taller than 120 feet. Yeah, Saffron can see in the dark up to 120 feet, and she says there's no sign of an end. The wolf seems to be in trouble. I think he's tied up. Okay. Uh, we need to go up there and try to help him. Well, I can. Climb very well, but I can't carry you. I... You know what? Fuck it. She grabs you and uh, gives you a big kiss, and you dimension door straight up uh, to a place above the wolf. Great. Yeah. All right, so I get out, and I'm like all confused for a second until I can... Get my eyes adjusted. He's below us now, the wolf. Not only that, but you're not standing on anything. So make an acrobatics check. You are uh, beginning to fall. I rolled a 19, believe it or not. So I got a 20, awesome. 22 altogether. Okay. Saffron's all like, yes, yes, I did it. I knew I could do it. And she goes, 
<laughs> no, she's great at acrobatics, and she rolls in that twenty. Uh, so yeah, she uh, she grabs. She has a percent prehensile tail all of a sudden. She, she, she well, she grabs a vine, uh, kicks off from the wall, unleashes her chain, uh, and is able to uh, strike out uh, towards the uh, the wolf. Um, and you rolled pretty well, so you grab onto as many vines and wall parts as you can. Okay, now that I'm above the wolf, I'm going to just quickly mm-hmm. look up. Mm-hmm. Can I see? I can see up to 120 feet. Yeah. No, it continues forever. But now that you're in the midst of it, you can also see these portholes in in the walls. They lead out. They lead places. Oh, this is a dimension door of its own. I need Sniffy there to tell us where to go. Right. Um, I have no spells. Um, let's let's cut to see. Dragomir is doing nothing. Saffron is doing her thing. Yeah, so we cut back to Andre. Uh, Andre, you've been down here a little while. Why don't you make another wisdom save? Slightly better. Eleven. It's not really better, is it? Uh, it's a, it is a hundred percent better than how I got into this mess. <laughs> and yes, five point five. Um. So, uh, yeah, roll that d ten again. Okay. This ten. This mental presence uh, is less interested in you at the moment. It relaxes its control a little bit. You can act and move normally. Whoa. Well, I don't know what to do with this sudden uh, (laughs) will. You're not sure it'll last. This whole situation is so fucked up. You say aloud. We're clearly still in the gloaming. And I can't even panic anymore. I've actually panicked my full allotment of panics today. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the Hulk trying to get angry, or or Banner trying to get angry, (laughs) not able to summon the Hulk. Can't do it. I've already lost my shit too many times. Some kind of zen has come overcome me. You're just Um, really tired, man. You're all really tired. Too tired even to be terrified. Yeah. Um, Oh, man. I know if I go up there, he's just going to attack me again. We'll help you kill him. Don't worry. <laughs> this this tower has really nice acoustics. Hey guys, I think I'm all right. I start climbing up again. Great. <laughs> you hear a voice in your head that says, "You're not all right." <laughs> All right, uh, so now it is the mold's turn. The mold is going to lash out with some tentacles. Uh, two at Dragomir. And that one's a hit. That's 20 lots. And that one's also probably a hit. 25? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two hits with tentacles to you, uh, and one against Saffron, who's in the vicinity. That is a miss. 
But those two hits are nasty, and it's not so much the tentacles that hit hard, it's that they just exude some terrible acidic compound uh, that burns through your fur and into your flesh. So you take... Twenty-five points of acid damage. Ooh, ouch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the good news, I would say, is that that's almost certainly enough to snap you out of this uh, confusion that you're in. Okay. You, uh, you know you're being attacked. You're not exactly sure what it is that's trying to kill you, uh, but you think it's the same thing that was in your head a moment ago. Um, before you get a chance to act, it is Ralston's turn. Okay. So now I see that this creeping mold thing is attacking him. Am yes. I within range to strike it with my mace? Uh, sure. I don't, I don't have to be. I have other things if you'd rather... Mm -hmm. No, okay. no, that's fine. There's. I, I imagine that it's quite spread out uh, mm -hmm. around the walls, so even if this, the, the stuff that just battered at him... Even if you can't reach it, there's some patches Patch connected there. to it over here, and okay. you can see these weird eyes kind of pulsating beneath the surface of the mole. Charge up my flange mace with okay. divine energy and try to clobber it. Very good. 17 plus 3 plus 4. So, 24. Oh, yeah. That's a hit. Yeah. So, it does a d6 plus 3. So, 7 regular damage. Okay. And... Uh, D8. I want a D8. Uh, three radiant damage. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, wasn't expecting uh, an attack. You smash down on one of the eyes and it pops. Uh, goo uh, flying out. And uh, then the rest of the greenish mold that was around that area where you hit the stone, it shrinks away. Uh, uh, reflexively. Um, it is Dragonir's turn now. Oh, uh, sorry, before I move on, I'll say, uh, that was uh, a nice maneuver. You're still kind of Tarzaning it up here. Okay. So I think from this point forwards, melee attacks at disadvantage. That's fair, yeah. Okay. Um, not going to take your, your hit away from you, but, uh, so dragon, sorry, you're flying. What do you want to do? Okay. Um, I'm going to do a perception check because I just came back to myself. Okay. And just see what I can see and smell in yeah. particular. Because okay. something stopped me here and I probably remember that. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. 11. Mm. No. 11. Uh, well, I think the, uh, the smell that you first picked up on, the bird smell, is stronger here. Um, ah, fair. Yeah. In fact, it, it seems to be coming from an area of the wall that is currently trying to kill you. The, uh, the mold has been lashing out from this, this space. It's covering up one of these sort of porthole shapes. Maybe... Okay. Maybe somehow behind it or through there is what you're what you're after. Okay, uh, I'm going to assume that that probably that that reset takes one of my two attacks, or do it? Would I still have two attacks remaining? Uh, one attack remaining makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to add. Well, 
Right, my attack weapon is my mouth, so I probably won't <laughs> say anything, but I'm going to try to bite yeah. at that spot. Yeah. And that is much better than the other roll. Uh, that is a 20. Modified. Okay. Yeah, you get a mouthful of mold. Mmm, tasty. Uh, for all of eight. Okay. All right. Uh, it is Saffron's turn. She is going to attack it with her chain. She gets a natural 20. That's the second one I rolled. So she is now showing you up with her chain skills. Ten better than nothing. And then it's Andre's turn. So you're sort of up in the thick of it now, Andre, clinging to the side of the pits. And are you going to attack the molds with your maul? Yeah. Okay. I bet you it hates fire. Let's give it a try. I, I get one attack, I assume, right? Because I've been moving so much? Uh, No, you moved last turn. You can take full attack. Fantastic. Um, that's 21 to hit. Yeah. Thirteen points of bludgeoning damage and three points of fire damage. Thirteen and three. Okay. Is there still mold to attack? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's kinda all over the place. Then here I go. Yeah. Uh well, not so much. That's thirteen to hit. Thirteen, not so much. No. No, uh, you observe the same uh, phenomenon, and that is after you've hit it once, you go back and smash the same place, but the mold has uh, snuck away, uh, sort of retreated to other parts uh, of the stonework. And uh, then it lashes back out at you. So maybe even from uh, behind you, uh, across the uh, pit, it lashes out with a pseudopod. And it gets like a cool. 22. So you take... Uh, seven, Ooh, ouch. Um, you take uh, 23 points of acid damage. I'd say basically it hurls a head size, a melon-sized blob of acidic mold at the back of your head. And it is now eating away uh, at your flesh. Take that. Uh, it has a couple more tentacles and it's going to lash out at a couple more people, uh, Saffron and Ralston. So against you, Ralston, it rolls badly. Against her, that's 19, that's a hit undoes all that lovely healing you did. Okay. Uh, but then it is Ralston's turn. <coughs> I, will, I will just point out, I'm looking really rough. Yeah, you are. Really rough. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
In that case, I will cast... I will hold aloft my shield. Mm -hmm. No, I won't. I probably need that hand. I will sheepishly hold up my little <laughs> holy symbol. <laughs> like this. Yeah. And I will uh, channel divine energy. Like, okay. Um, that will do 55 points. Uh, I will give you 30 points, Andre. Wonderful. I will give 20 points to you, Jason. And I will Thank give you. 15 points to Saffron. Okay. Thank you. Uh, how does that work with temporary hit points? Uh, well, I don't think... I, 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 I don't... Yeah, I don't have any primary hit points yeah. down. I Once down you lose temporary, temporary hit points, they're just gone forever. You can't replenish them. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. So you weren't injured? No. Oh, damn it. Huh. No, it was all it was all temporary hit points. Mm -hmm. Get a mold from being wealthy. <laughs> uh, it is not the mold's turn. Uh, it is actually Dragomir's turn. I'm going to try to uh, get some more mold, particularly mold that might be near that smell. Okay. Oh, that's a much better first roll. Uh, so first attack then is a 20 modified, second one is a natural 20. So I've apparently been saving those up. Yeah, fantastic. You've developed a taste for this stuff. Mmm, it's like a good cheese. So give me action on your first hit. Uh, damage on the first hit is a 12. Yes, 12. Okay. And then your Se second hit, you roll damage, you add the max damage from your dice, and then you can add any modifiers. Okay, so 5 is the roll, 12 is the max damage, so 17, uh, and I have a plus 2 19. from my strength modification. So 19 points of jaw damage. The eyeballs are popping in your mouth like uh, bubble tea. Mm, nice. <laughs> it's really gross, I suspect. Uh, okay, not nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's a success. Uh, Saffron is going to use her chain again. Uh, nothing doing there. And then we are back to Andre, who is feeling a little better, but uh, still fighting fungus. And, and currently not be, haven't been dominated for a couple of rounds. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Very happy with that. Uh, okay, I'm going to try to clear the portal of that mold. And that's probably going to be more successful. That's um, 23 to hit. Yes. So 12 points of bludgeoning damage and 4 points of fire damage. Alright. I'm going to try again. Yeah, keep going. The fire doesn't seem to have a special effect upon it. Doesn't blow it up? Nope. Maybe it's too damp in here. Too damn sultry. 16 to hit? 16 is not enough. Yeah, it's uh, it moves fast. Anytime you trigger it, uh, it's uh, it likes to duck away, and that means that uh, in moments, uh, periods, 
uh, of seconds, uh, that portal is uncovered. Um, you can see that, like the other ones, it's a, a porthole shape uh, with a solid stone set in the middle. Uh, but then, just as quickly, the mold will uh, will reclaim it, and that does indeed take us to the mold's turn. Um, so I don't think Ralston I ever got you to make a wisdom save. You did not. Uh, so let's let's do that. Get that from you and from Saffron. Now that you've inhaled this uh, stuff's spores for a couple of rounds, um, I am incredible maybe... at wisdom saves. Uh, I know, I know, buddy. I know you're gonna do great. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, what'd you get? Uh, 17 plus 8. All is, right. Uh, 25. That's brilliant. Okay. Sure. Yeah, so it starts to infiltrate your thoughts with its little tiny, like, fuck right off. Yeah, come on. You're mold. Yeah. Seriously? That's what you think? Yeah. Get it here. Yeah. And and Saffron does something similar. In fact, uh, she uh, she goes even further. She says, Alkilith, a spawn of jubilex. Uh, which you don't understand, but doesn't sound great. Um, then, it sounds like she's possessed. I better get her. Yeah, right? <laughs> she's safe. Speaking Everybody tongues. fight each other. Uh, but meanwhile, the Alkalith also has some tentacle attacks, so it's going to continue pummeling, uh, I would say, particularly Dragomir, because you got that natty 20. So two tentacles against the wolf and one against the barbarian. Against the wolf, uh, natural one, but also uh, a 26. That'd be a hit. That would be a hit. All right, so acid damage again. It's 16 points. This thing is way Cut. more deadly than Baba La Saga. <laughs> this thing is doing ridiculous damage. <laughs> and uh, one attack against you, Andre. Uh, but that's a miss. 13. Uh, so we are moving on to Ralston. Alright. I'm going to blast it with Sacred Flame. Okay. Uh, Dex save DC 16. It makes it. Then literally nothing happens. All right. Yeah, you uh, you target it. No, I think I think you get a nice blast of flame. Uh, but either because you're swinging for the vines when you cast it, or because it's moving all over the place, just scorches the wall. No, that's no fun. Uh, since you're running so short of spells, I have to make use of them somehow. So uh, what actually happens is you miss the mold, uh, but your flame happens to strike the porthole. And as the flame uh, wraps around it, momentarily you can see, Dragomir, you can see uh, through that porthole, you can see a space beyond it. Um, it looks like the inside of uh, a, a, another building, another stone building. But then the flame dissipates, and the portal's closed again. It's your turn, Dragomir. I will try to clear a little bit of space around that porthole, if possible. Uh, to try and clear the mold away, you mean? Yep. So an That's attack any, 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 Yeah, any nearby eyeballs. Yeah. That is a 19 and a 10. 
19 is a hit. And the 10, or the 19, gives me a 13 damage. There's definitely less of this stuff than there was when you got here. Uh, there are still a few patches, some of them even kind of moving independently around the wall, uh, but in a coordinated way. Occasionally they'll leap across from one side of the well to the other. Um, Saffron uh, has had Comfrey clinging to her back like a monkey all this time. Uh, she now grabs him and, and kind of throws him over her shoulder, and it looks like she's throwing him right down towards Dragomir, uh, but about five feet from your head, Comfrey teleports, appears on the other side of your head, and rakes the, uh, the mold with a natural one. <laughs> he teleports inside of Dragomir's head. <laughs> no, Everybody else a, has been in there. It's a really badass superhero move that absolutely fails. Andre. I will attack twice. All right. So 24 on the first and definitely a miss on the second. All right. 11 points of bludgeoning damage and uh, 5 points of fire damage. <laughs> All right. Okay. You managed to um, destroy a, a patch of it. And it tries its best to destroy a patch of you. So, yeah, same as before. I think one tentacle against Andre. That is a hit at 25. Two tentacles against Dragomir. Looks like possibly two hits. 23 and 24. This is the easiest dangling from a well fight I've ever been in. <laughs> You're having a great time. I haven't hit once. Yeah. Maybe because you are not a threat. Uh, then let's do damage against Andre. This is acid damage. 14 points. Okay. Against Dragomir. Ouch. 33 points. Oh. That's well, it. I... Take you down below a... Important number. Yeah, I, I howl, and that howl turns into a yell as I turn back into a human. Uh, I will then watch him fall and go, "Oh shit!" And then I will cast Toll the Dead on the Moss. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ring my little bell, tingling. <laughs> okay. A, How's that work? This one is a Wisdom save. Yeah. Uh, Sixteen. Okay. Uh, no. It did not make it, or it did it? Did make. It. It saves, has advantages on saves versus magic. Then I yell at it. Mm -hmm. Just get out of the way! <laughs> right? We have shit to do! <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Dragomir, you are no longer in wolf form, but if you're still conscious, then you can still be flying. Um, you also... Okay. Yep. You also feel that you've got this thing on the ropes. That this molds, moldy bastard uh, can't hold out much longer. Okay, this sounds like a wonderful time to uh, do some uh, battle axe damage. Great. Two very, very grumpy attacks. 
<laughs> Grumpy. On the floor. Uh, that is a 22, and that is a 13. 22 is a hit. Okay, so the damage on that one is... Minimal. Five. Five? Yeah, five. Okay. Yeah, not nearly as satisfying as uh, chomping down on the stuff mm. for some reason. Saffron will use her chain. That's a hit. And also Comfrey is going to claw twice. That's much better. Gets with one. And then after her is Andre. So go ahead and start your rolls, Andre. I'm going to see if I can have this thing on the ropes. Yeah. I have two good rolls back to back. Get up against the wall. Um, Bring them on. So uh, 26 for the first hit and 27 for the second. Oh, yeah. Yay! You're pounding away at the porthole with your maul. Each time you strike, your flames flare up and you get a glimpse of your destination through the stone. What is 13 it? points of bludgeoning on the first, plus 2 points of fire damage. Oh, yes. 13. And then 10 points of bludgeoning damage on the second, and mm -hmm. 2 points of fire damage. Right. There it is. You strike it uh, for a final time, and the last of it goes up in flames. Burns away with an acrid smell. And you shake your heads, starting to think a little more clearly, although it is weird to be coming to your senses and realizing that you're kind of hanging in midair in an underground tunnel where gravity's reversed. It's weird. Uh, what do you want to do now? I'm going to scramble through the hole as quickly as possible and yell for people to follow me. Uh, I dive through. Yep. Okay. Comfrey, quick! <laughs> yep, me too. Everyone's going in. Okay, you crawl through what turns out to be a uh, crevice uh, at the base of a mound of uh, rubble. You all get out, Saffron pulling herself through last, and you look around. And you are standing in, well, first of all, the very first impression, you are standing in the coldest place you've ever been. You are inside some kind of keep, a hollow tower. It has a few arrow slits along the edges. It does not have the aura of menace that Castle Ravenloft had. It feels abandoned and really cold. Does it have the same architecture as the Dragon Lost Hold? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, certainly doesn't have any of those motifs. Okay. You can investigate uh, a, a doorway uh, at the far side of the keep. Pick your way over some rubble. Um, and pry open a, a, an old wooden door. Um, or you can stay here and investigate further. Uh, a little bit of light's coming through the roof and that doorway, and it looks like moonlight. Okay. 
Uh, my first instinct is to get as high as possible. Can I climb the tower? <laughs> or is it at a, no stairs and left in it? No, this is a... Uh, yeah, it, it looks like a watchtower, but there's no sign of any stairs leading up to the roof. You, you look up, you peer into the darkness above you. It's only about 40 feet tall. The roof must have been removed at some point and replaced with a dense tangle of branches and trees. Looks like a, an enormous beaver dam right over your heads. How big for the door, though? A little precarious now yeah. that you're yeah, you're considering it. You'll, you'll head to the door. Okay, anyone else? I'm going to do some as much as I can humanly do, mm-hmm. sniffing, mm-hmm. and rise up to check out whatever this cap on the tower. Uh, Andre, anything from you? I'm just going to do a perception check within the tower itself and see if I can figure out any other clues. Yeah. Okay. Then let's do it in that order. Uh, starting with Andre's perception check, then Dragomir... And Ralston, as he looks outside. My perception is a 16. Okay. You notice that the floor is littered with feathers and droppings. The discolored white patches you'd associate with bird guano. You also see some bones, including... Rather large ones, you think maybe would have come from a goat or cattle. And then finally, probably what happens is you crouch down and pick up a feather. And as you stand up and say, uh, guys, and you show off the feather you've picked up is almost as tall as you are. That is a nest for a very large bird. And up that's there. exactly what Dragomir is discovering as he gets up close to the roof. That it is not so much that the roof was removed as that this enormous and obviously tremendously powerful nest builder just came along and shoved its nest in here. All of the rubble below you is from the collapsed roof. So some bird just, you know, punched Mm -hmm. its way through a stone roof. And finally, we have Ralston, who shoulders the door open and steps out. Just a couple of steps is all you really need because you are surrounded by snow, uh, soaring mountains, howling winds, and looking up to the sky where the moon provides an excellent silhouette, descending from the mists towards you is an eagle with a wingspan greater than you could walk (laughs) in. 
<laughs> with the energy that you have left at the end of your long day. I scream at the bird, I need a long rest. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Strawcast is produced by Slack and Slash Productions out of Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, also known as Unamagi, the unceded and ancestral territory of the Mi'kmaq people. It's based on The Curse of Strahd Revamped, published by Wizards of the Coast, as well as The Curse of Strahd Legendary Edition, published by Beetle and Grimms. But the participants are not affiliated with either company, and we do not seek to profit off this podcast. You can get in touch with us and find more of our podcasts at slackandslashpod.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. And you can subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, you name it. Be sure to leave a review if you like what we do. Until next time, be brave and shine bright. Thank you.